Welcome everyone, you're tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. Let the simple act to stay connected and movement is key. Okay, yeah, so this week we took an engaging walk over in our neighborhood. It's um, El Cajon, California. It's a little bit east of San Diego and we're still getting used to the area and plenty of places for us to be going around and finding new areas for us to fall in love with over in this new home of ours. Yes, of course. And um, this week we want to talk about navigating the one. So this is going to be a three-part series that we're going to get into. This is the first one. And the whole idea of this is navigating who is the ideal person for you. Um, there's never going to be, I guess, a perfect person for you, but there's you can get there, you can get as close as possible. And um, so we're going to be talking about that in the in this three-part series. So the first topic in this series is going to be investing in yourself because as Ruby and I were discussing beforehand, before you go out and finding the one for you, you have to invest in yourself and bring something to the table in the relationship. So uh, what, is it, what does it mean to you, Ruby, when you hear this idea of investing in yourself? I mean, um, for me, when I was single, uh, investing in myself means that I constantly learning new things, constantly um, enrich myself, who I am, um, in terms of learning, in terms of asking people, in terms of um, looking for new things, hobby that I like to do. Like, I don't have to wait to find the right person to do that. I know it's kind of weird for a girl just to hear this, um, but I'm sure that I'm not the only one that if I like to to try that um, that restaurants out, I'm, I really I didn't mind to go by myself and enjoy that food. And or if I like to go to the beach at this time, that will I will have I was just like yes, I have the freedom and the time and capacity to go to the beach at this time, and I don't have to wave, you know. To, for anyone else to, to go with me. Of course, I want to have friends, girlfriends hang out with, I all of, about that. But what I'm trying to say is that to be powerful, to be um, full on loving your life and you don't have to wait to do that until you find the, the, the right one. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of truth and a lot of validity to this idea. And I was very similar where I wouldn't mind going on bike rides by myself, I wouldn't mind going hiking, or even camping by myself, as long as, hey, I knew like I was going somewhere cool, I was having a good time, and I could bring things along with me that I would, you know, could enjoy, like a guitar, or um, or even my dog back in the day. So, you know, there's a lot of validity to this idea that Ruby's talking about, where you have to love yourself and enjoy your own company before I think, you you can expect someone else to enjoy your company as well. I think you have to bring just a sense of it, maybe even not necessarily a sense of adventure, although that would be you know pretty cool, but at least a sense of who you are and confidence and a sense of, you know, I guess goals mm -hmm. and um, preferably hobbies too. Yeah. Things that you have interest in, things that you enjoy doing, regardless if you're in a relationship or not, a sense of purpose really, really all ties into that. Like, who are you? What are you here to do? And a relationship is not necessarily tethered to that. 
yeah. a relationship highlights and augments and expands on that, but it's not the core identity of who you are it's, at that point in your yeah. single in your single uh, personhood. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's true. Um, just imagine, like for me, I find a person, whether it's a boys or a girl, you know, they are very attractive when that person know what they like to do. And, you know, they can be just so content and happy and joyful all the time um, by themselves, you know. And then um, because I feel like if we cannot find happiness within ourselves and have just who we are is enough, then it's very hard to another person coming in and bring it because now we're not giving to the relationship, we're demanding something from someone else and we depend on someone else to give us happiness, you know? Yeah, so what would you say is the main things as a woman that you can, you know, maybe not necessarily as a woman, but from your perspective as a woman that you have to bring or you should bring to the table in a relationship when you're working on this aspect of like your singlehood and and who you are and your personality? Well, the ultimate, um, you know, next step of not being single is marriage. So I have to ask myself, like, am I ready to be a mom, to be, well, to be a wife first and to be a mom? What is characteristic of a wife look like, you know, and how do I imagine as a wife? For example, um, I grew up with my mom that she's always taught me to be in the kitchen and able to, like, cook food for myself and take care of myself and so am I do I see that my as um as a wife you know like and then I have to like intentionally learn that because I remember when I moved to the U.S. um there's certain dishes I'm very comfortable to cook but there's certain dishes from Vietnam that I like have no idea now it's I have to be intentional to like learn that um and also on top of that, like, um, am I good with um, preparing my schedule, my money, you know, and and just ask yourself, like, I ask myself, like, how do I imagine myself as a wife and what characteristic do I have that now? If not, how do I, what kind of plans do I have for myself to, to achieve that? And so on, like, with, um, you know, if I have a relationship, what I'm gonna? How do I invest in that relationship, and so on? Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing is that there's a like a lot of thought process going on for you when <laughs> yeah. you were at that stage when you're thinking about okay, what what does an ideal li- wife look like, and how does that translate to then being a mother? But there's also a lot of like peppered in of this idea of how do, how well am I taking care of myself? How well can I depend on myself? to get through life and to make sure that, you know, I'm healthy, I'm fit, I'm financially secure, and that I can just take care of myself. I can make sure that I eat well, make sure that, you know, all of these, like, chores that I can handle on my own. It's correct. Like, am I um, an effective, efficiently individual, you know? And then um, is that something that I can bring to, and that I can bring to the table, and um, one thing that I, oh, 
I just, you know, fly off my, my mind. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a really important idea. I mean, it's, it's almost like common sense, but, mm-hmm. you know, common sense isn't so common, as they say. That, <laughs> that there's a lot of people that out there that, hey, you know, they don't really have those skills, you know. And that's sort of a shame because... For sure, when you're in a marriage, like we're looking back at now, like looking back on it now, you do need to bring that to the table because life gets busy and it just keeps getting busier. And if you can't maintain those simple things of making sure that the house is clean and you're cleaning up after yourself and you're sharing those responsibilities well, then, you know, it just adds stress to an already stressful existence. And um, and I remember now. So if if we think that oh, I need once I have a boyfriend or once I have any significant person, then I will invest in that. I and I will look into that. For me, I think it's gonna be late because now you're busy with learning the new skills and getting to know that person. So the more we invest in ourselves before the things happen, it give us a chance of. Um, to navigate better, you know, to to navigate it, um, like reflect on our relationship. I did a lot of time into a relationship workshop way before, like 10 years before I met Drake. Um, and then read on books and podcasts and tons of, you know, videos, on in, in, in terms of relationship, healthy relationship. And sometimes, you know, along the way, I feel like it's hopeless because I don't have anyone to practice with, you know. Um, but having said that, once Drake and I end the relationship, these things become alive because now I know like, okay, this is things to do next. This is what we need to do. Um, those... Um, lessons that I have practiced, I have thought through and, you know, chew on years and years. Now it's become easier for me to, you know, practice it with Drake. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think a lot of this is like uh, an idea of identity and who we all have an identity. We all have like multiple identities for different areas of our lives where we have to have a purpose and have a, a place in, in the place where we have function. So for example, you know, a person can have multiple identities. I'm a husband, father, worker, um, brother, and all those identities have different roles in different contexts. So something I think you really unique happens when you develop a, a relationship. And it's especially once you go into marriage that those identities tend to kind of blend together. And although it's a beautiful and wonderful thing, there has to be a sense of you mm-hmm. and who you are. And if that's not strong, then getting into the relationship is only going to make it more complicated. So doing all these activities, like Ruby was talking about, of understanding relationships and going on workshops or going to workshops, reading books, um, doing some reading into all, all of these different topics and investing into yourself will help you maintain a better sense of who you are in the relationship when things become 
kind of gray. Like Ruby and I have been married together uh, for about a year, a, a little over a year now. And we've grown so much in that year and we've grown together. So there's certain aspects, however, like we always use this two cups and a bowl um, moniker that we had that we haven't, we're bringing it back. We haven't talked about it in a while, but mm. this is exactly where it comes into play is, you know, we, I am a, my own person and my cup needs to be filled and in order to bring something to the bowl, which is our marriage, our, our union, our coexistence together. Mm-hmm. And, and Ruby's identity that she needs to also have her cup filled. So, you know, and our cups are going to be filled in different ways because we were people before our marriage and before our relationship. So having that strong identity and, you know, you can just imagine how difficult that would be if one person has a cup and the other person has like a teaspoon, you know, they have very little sense of identity outside of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And that, that one person is going to be dominated and then the other person is not going to have enough to bring to the table and enough to bring into the marriage or the relationship bowl. So all of these things that Ruby's talking about are going to be very, very helpful to establishing not just the identity, but the identity in that context, Mm -hmm. if that that makes sense. Yeah. And since you talk about the identities, which is is very important that um, for me, I find my identity in Christ first, like, like Drake mentions that, in life, we have so many roles that we play and identity, but the very foundational, the foundation is who am I in Christ and how is God look at me? This is who I am. And um, so before, before looking at other people's visions and calling, we need to know very sure that who we are in Christ and what we what are we here for you know once we are clear about that i think it's easier to to talk to someone else and realize oh are we are we going on the the right journey together it doesn't have to be like you have the same calling cuz drake and i didn't have the same calling and we can talk about it later like elaborate more but what i'm trying to say here is that it's very important to know who you are in Christ and what your calling is about. Because when we blurry about that, um, it's very hard to have a, a, you know, like a serious conversation with someone else. Like, let's say this, if I'm not sure about who I am, if I'm not sure what I want in life, then even I looking, if in front of me, that's the person that perfect for me, I would not recognize it because I don't, I cannot recognize mind, you know? So I think to, in order to know what kind of, what, what, per, what, who is that? The what the one that can go a long way with me in life. Um, I need to know mine first. Yeah. I think one of the, um, really crucial aspects of this idea of navigating the one is starting with yourself. First. Yeah, starting with <laughs> yourself and recognizing that, you know, just like Ruby was talking about, that solid foundation and understanding of who you are goes 
so far, not just in terms of like finding a relationship, but having core principles and core identity, just, you know, like, then there's no more core identity than, than, mm-hmm. than how God looks at you and who you are in the creator's eyes. Because, you know, we all have a purpose. Yeah. And when you have that deep understanding of your purpose, you know, and sometimes life happens and you're, you get rocked, you know, and you're like, hey, is this still my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, but you'll feel that deep in your gut. Like, yeah, that's my purpose. Yeah. Like this person's come and gone in my life. Parents, grandparents, all these important people. But this identity and my purpose that, you know, it can't come from anywhere but God. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you're like, okay, I know who I am. I know exactly how I'm going to respond, you know, when life rocks me again. Mm -hmm. And you know, a relationship is just like that because there's ups and downs in the relationship and nothing will bring you closer to each other than that strong foundation because you're going to be looking for that strength, whether you know it or not, in that other person and within yourself. So having that, I think, is it just goes such a long way. Because when there's crisis, you know, hey, I can be counted on in a crisis because I've had to count on myself. And I can count on the other person because, you know, you both bring that to the table Mm -hmm. and it makes going through life a lot easier. So definitely. And the journey of um, finding who you are and finding yourself actually is very beautiful. And um I don't remember where exactly what happened, but I remember it's somewhere in my mid-20s because during that time, I heavily involved with the youth group where I lead, you know, activities and events and programs. And in the midst of that, uh, there's a thought came to my mind like, oh my gosh, if I'm not push myself into these opportunities, I would not know my strength, my hobbies my talents um the only reason that i saw these you know aspect because i gave myself opportunity to 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 grow and it was beautiful because you know it just getting to know who you are and like be surprised at that it's 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 it was a wonderful feeling and it's just so it brought me so much joy and i think um if you are still single, please go ahead, do your favor. Freedom is, is your strength right now. Your time is your, you have all the time that you need. You have freedom to decide what you want to do. So be intentional to discover who you are because nobody else is going to discover as deep as you do. And, and you have all the freedom how deep you want to go to know who you are. Yeah, I think that that's like the crucial word is discover. So it's not mm-hmm. like you, de- I think, you know, from my point of view, it's not like you develop these things about yourself. I think it's more accurate to say you discover. Yeah. And how beautiful, uh, just to think for a moment how kind of crazy that is, that there are aspects of you that you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. There's aspects of you that are latent, buried, <laughs> and you have to dig them up. They need to be awakened. They need to be awakened. And you're like, oh, man, I didn't know that I loved, 
bur- burgers. I never tried a burger, <laughs> but now that I've tried one, I'm like the hamburglar and I'm going to be <laughs> eating burgers until I die. But you get what I'm saying. Everyone has had that experience or that revelation like, wow, I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that I loved this, but now that it's been introduced to me, my whole world is different. And I think, you know, you go through your teenage years, you go through your young adult years, and you just keep finding these things. And it never ceases to amaze me when I find something and discover new things about myself uh-huh. and discover new strengths that, um, that I didn't know that I had and discover new weaknesses. And it's a, and to me, that's just like proof like, hey, so someone created me. Mm-hmm. Someone created me and designed me. And as I go through life, I'm finding those things out mm-hmm. about myself, which is a crazy sort of experience I, to think about. But the next time you learn something about yourself, maybe keep that in mind. Like, wow, that's this, this discovery process. Mm-hmm. I have a story to share with you guys. So when I was young, uh, like elementary or even preschool my mom and dad just signed me for all kinds of classes and one of them was painting and uh, so I still remember <laughs> what I, so I drew two ships and then in over the bridge and they it, it was raining so I was lazy and I, don't, I didn't know what to do I I Every time you say like, oh, it's free, free painting. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. I, I didn't know what to do. Anyways, I cover, I, I drew very detailed things, but at the, at the end, I don't know how, what happened. My painting just gray. And the teachers asked me, what did you, what, what did you draw? And I said, well, so I discovered what the painting was. And then, but I said, but she said like, oh, I only saw, Great, what happened? Like, oh, because the the grain covered them. <laughs> so <laughs> the entire painting was just gray. Um, anyway, so that was very bad experience about painting, okay? So that stuck with me since that age, like elementary age. And I hate drawing, especially free painting, free drawing, until... Um, when I was like, I think until like five years ago or seven years ago, the Holy Spirit just said like, hey, pick up the painting again, pick up drawing again. I was like, no, heck not. Because <laughs> the first one was horrible. And but slowly, you know, step by step, I just, you know, try out. And I receive a lot of compliments from friends like, hey, Ruby, this is great. So step by step and um, what I'm trying to say is that now I'm comfortable with free topic, free drawing, free painting, and I'm I the Holy Spirit walked me through. Um, instead of fear, I chose to look back into myself and say, like, hey, let my let 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 me give myself another chance to discover what I have inside. And so many of us grow up with you know people give us instead of encourage, encouragement they you know discourage us so many things so I encourage you to look back and if you think that you still like it you know maybe painting maybe drawing maybe f- uh, creative writing even 
try it again and you know, give yourself grace and patience and you will be surprised what you discover, you know. So choose freedom. <laughs> yeah, and uh, while we're on the topic of freedom, it's a little off topic, however, but I do want to let y'all know, our loyal listeners, we, we love you guys, that we finally finished our Yosemite road trip video. <laughs> yes, woo-woo. So we took the road trip back in um, about this time in September. So it was mid-September around there. And we went from our hometown in San Diego and we drove all over California up north to uh, Yosemite National Park. We checked out Sequoia National Park and we made our way back. Mm -hmm. And we made different stops along the way that we wanted to share with you guys. And we created the video and... um, Going on that topic, actually, I wrote all the music and performed and wrote all the music. Ruby did a really great job on the keyboard. So whenever you hear the um, Engaging Walk opening song, the theme song, Ruby and I wrote that song together, and that's her on the keyboard. Not sure if we've mentioned that before. And that sounds like another freedom for me to play instruments. (laughs) Yeah, so actually, I grew up... In Boston, and Boston, and then during my time at the Boston Public Schools, I was, I think, in third grade, and there was a recorder club, like that really simple, like woodwind instrument. Do do do. You know, we used to do uh, bag, bag, hot cross buns. Oh yeah. So I remember I was like, oh, I love this recorder. I love music. I want to keep playing the recorder. And I had a teacher back then. I was like. You're not good at the recorder, though. Oh, no. <laughs> and you're never going to be any good at music. You should put it down. So oh, my goodness. I put the recorder down, and I was shattered. I was like, oh, man, I, but I love music so much. And then it wasn't until later on that my cousin got a DJ set that that spark came back. And I was like, oh, man, I really want a DJ set. But I asked my mom, and my mom was like, we are too poor to get a DJ set. And I was like, oh, my dreams are shattered again. I'm never going to play music. And then I think at some point, you know, mind you, I go to public schools. So rock is not really that popular in Boston public schools back then. Uh, It was mostly hip hop and like rap music. And I remember seeing like Blink-182 and eventually like Jimi Hendrix on TV and stuff like that. And, you know, mind you, this is not the internet age. So I didn't know what Jimi Hendrix looked like. I just heard things about him. And then I saw him play on TV, uh, maybe during like a Greatest Hits or something like that kind of TV program that they had. And my mind was just blown. I was like, oh, man, I have to play the guitar. So I asked my mom and she was like, yeah, I'll get you a guitar. And I was like, oh, I guess we're, you know, not so poor to get a guitar, but I got the guitar and I've been playing ever since. So that was like 1997, you know, probably like around like 10 years old. Ooh, and um, revealing your age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, those are, those are uh, beautiful things that happen in life. Um, you just keep discovering new things despite what people might be saying to you. And, um, and please check out the... Um, the hard work that we did on making that video. We wrote the music ourselves. We did the video editing, you know, did all the footage and Boba was along with us. So you can always capture these moments and and witness these moments, these cute moments that we had with Boba. She is really super cute and such a great, great little dog. Mm -hmm. 
So should we get into the um, assignment for this week? Sure. Um, before going to the assignment, I just want to have the last thing to say that um, just have a moment this week and look back to dreams that or things that people spoke over you that shatter your dreams. And I think it maybe it's time to awake that dream again, those dreams again. Yeah. All right, you ready for the assignment? Yeah, so this week, um, while we're on this topic of investing in yourself and this idea about bringing items and things that you, not just items, but items in terms of like who you are, personality traits. No, we're not talking about like how much money you have in the bank. We're not talking about things like that. Oh, skill set. Yeah, we're, we're talking about what do you bring to the table in uh-huh. terms of a relationship. Um, I want you guys to think of three things that you already bring to the table mm-hmm. and just one more that you would love to put it on the table for the yeah either something that you are actively working on mm-hmm. or something that you're like hey you know what I know this is something I've really been struggling with I don't have it but I do want to eventually get myself there where I have this skill or I have this character trait that I can I can bring to a relationship and you know and actually bring something to a relationship so like this whole episode is about it starts with that relationship with yourself but obviously if you master that towards yourself you can bring that to a relationship with you know your one Mm -hmm. and um so yeah that's our assignment for that week if you know if you have any issues with like hey i don't really know what i bring to the table and i don't know what i should you know, check in with somebody, check in with uh, a mentor, somebody that you really respect, somebody that's already in a successful relationship and say, hey, like, what do you think I would bring to a table to the table in terms of a relationship that you would see would be a good thing? And like, what is one thing that you think that I could work on? So that might in this exercise and this assignment might take some outside perspective. Yeah, sure. And again, please check out our um, video. It's already posted on different platform. Um, it's called California Road Trip. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys. And again, thank you so much for spending time with us and tuning in with us. It, it meant so much for both of us and Boba. Um, so that's it for this week. And if you are enjoying our podcast, please share and rate um, our podcast and like and subscribe and don't forget to share to friends on you know whoever that you think is helpful for them yep next week will be episode 26 and we are going to be continuing on with this navigating the one series and we are going to be talking about asking the big questions in a relationship so this whole episode was about investing yourself now you're venturing out into that other person you've met those fireworks are there (laughs) you got some butterflies in your stomach and but you're gonna have to ask some of those big questions in order to know hey is this person the right person for me Uh, but more on that next week and we love you guys thank you guys for tuning in like my lovely wife was saying subscribe um give us a like comment all those things love you guys and we will be tuning in with you guys next week and yeah like ruby was saying we have um that video for our yosemite road trip on engaging walk you can find us on youtube facebook instagram and yeah just search engaging walk you should be able to find the video no problem once you look into that and plus yosemite or something like that 
All right. So with that, we'll be signing out. My name is Drake, and my name is Ruby, and we are signing out. See you guys next week. Bye.